So now we're going to delve into the fun part here. That uh, wasn't the fun part? Oh, that, no, 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 no. The other fun part. Let me rephrase yeah. that. The other fun part. Uh, so you're a huge pro wrestling fan, as we know. You've sure. interviewed many wrestlers in your career. Are there any candid or funny moments backstage that you can remember the most? I know you did so many, but do you have any famous like uh, experiences? Like something that we didn't see on camera? You could add that as well. Yeah. On camera or off camera? <laughs> well, on camera, I think a lot of people will point to the interview I did with MJF, which... Love that. Well, I'm glad somebody did, because I certainly <laughs> did not. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to call in an interview when someone's throwing toast at your face and force-feeding you eggs. Although those, that omelet was very good. So I think that the MJF interview was, was a lot of fun. It also showcased you know, what he's capable of doing. Oh, I mean, showcased a little bit of what he's capable of doing. I feel like he's certainly just still scratching the surface. And that's enough nice things about MJF. I hate him. He's <laughs> awful. I think there's just been some cool moments of like, I've been so fortunate and I'm so grateful to be able to be backstage at some different shows. And it's just cool, like seeing how it works. It's just cool, like seeing the process behind it all. And I don't know if I have a specific story about it, but you know, I was very fortunate to be part of the very first episode of Dynamite. And I was in DC for that very first episode on TNT. And it was just really cool. I was part of the production meeting the night before. So I was part of the very first ever AEW Dynamite production meeting. And I'm sitting at a table with like Brandy Rhodes on one side and Justin Roberts on the other side. And you know, at the front is... Uh, Cody Rhodes running the meeting and the Young Bucks and Christopher Daniels and Tony Khan. Like it was, it was very surreal being part of this thing. So I think it's just those moments where, you know, I've definitely a fan, definitely a lifelong fan, but I've also crossed over into that world where like, oh, I actually like had, I had a toe in there for, you know, a little while. So it was cool to be able to see that. Wow. Oh, I just want to add uh, MJF. No, no, I, I, you know, I feel bad you have to go through that, uh, Chris. I was just saying, man, it was just entertaining to watch. Uh, I have to ask about the MJF. Was, was that planned? Or it just happened spontaneously when he was throwing toast at you, ordering room service? Or? Oh, no, none of this was planned. Oh, no. Wow. Jeez. I think it wow. was planned. I mean, I, I, I apologize I, I, for was, saying that. No, yeah. Like, if I it was planned, wondering. I think I deserve an Oscar for that performance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was actually, he actually ordered the room service and everything and feeding you. Oh, yes. Th this was... Yeah, I walked in and he's like, are we going to do this thing? And I'm like, yeah, let me just set up. And we did it. And everything that happened is what happened. You played it so well and calm. I got to give you kudos on that, on that one. Did so well on that interview. Wow. Well, thank you. It, look, it's very entertaining. I'll give him that. Yeah, MGF always, uh, you know, um, sticks with his character. He, I, I'm pretty sure that he loves his character a lot. By the way, did you guys put a little bit of vodka in yours as well? Uh, I, 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 put, I put a little bit of it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I have water. It's just natural water. <laughs> Norb, are you a big baseball fan? I am, yeah. So my dad and I have a tradition. We go to a different baseball stadium every year. Wow. That's amazing. We've been to 23 of them. That wow. is awesome. Almost I am 30. Yeah, almost. Yeah, We're getting so seven more years. Although, you know, yeah. in that time, there's been a new Yankee Absolutely. Stadium, a new stadium in Minnesota. So we have some more yeah. that we need to redo. In uh, Texas, too. Yes, um, we haven't been to Texas field yet. There. Yeah, I've been to about, uh, about nine, like eight or nine. Nice. So Very nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I getting there. <laughs> I, and I, I love Toronto, but uh, Sky Dome? <laughs> Rogers Center now, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rogers Center. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go to Sky Dome, you need a time machine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I, and uh, if you have anything to add about me and Sean's portraits in the background. Oh, yes. Yeah, Sorry. We, we, so, we don't have uh, <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, Sean, you look like you're, you're somewhere in here. Europe, uh, it yeah. seems here. Yeah. It's my vacation. It, well, during COVID, yeah. it makes me feel like I'm on holidays the whole time. And, Tommy, you're also in Europe, it looks like. Yeah. Good call. Chris. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, Italy, yeah. Probably, so you and Norbs are way better backgrounds than me and Sean right now. Yeah, you, you can tell Norbs has all the championship titles in the background. Yeah, so we, yeah. He's got a nice yeah, one there. Sports frames, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of uh, traveling, uh, when the pandemic is over, uh, do you have any like plans to travel around the world and seeing the different wrestling promotions, like Japan, perhaps, or Australia? So I interviewed Will Osprey at the start of this thing, and he was like. Oh yeah, like come to the Tokyo Dome show, which is July or January 4th. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm in, count me in. So he's like, yeah, you can stay with me. So this was in April and we're like, oh, of course this thing will be done by January. And now here we are going, is this thing gonna be done by January? So the plan is to go to Japan in January to make this thing happen. I guess we'll see what happens. But I do have plans next month. I'm going, uh, you guys are familiar with Shark Week, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to Guadalupe Island, which is the place just off the coast of Mexico where they film a lot of the stuff with the Great Whites. And I'm going to go swimming with Great White Sharks in Mexico next month. Wow. Amazing. I just love that type of stuff. Anything that like gets your heart racing, like sign me up. Yeah, awesome. when I was walking, watching Shark Week, I was surprised with Will Smith, and they had Shaq, and then uh, just the people that conquer their fears of going in with these sharks. Yeah, and then, and then I think the thing is, like, I'm not scared of it, but I think there's a lot of people that are terrified of it, and then they get in there and go, oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. Man of no Tyson, fear. Didn't Mike Tyson do that? That's right. Yeah, Mike recently? Tyson was doing Shark Week this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Iron Mike, that was the know. debut episode for that week. That's right. So I know you talked about your least favorite interviews, but this is a this is a bit of a two part question. So what is your most favorite interview you've had in your career and the most unusual? And I know we talked about some weird circumstances behind the scenes, but favorite and most unusual interview. So favorite, I think, has got to be The Rock. But, you know, second to that, because we talked about that. So Rock was number one on the list. Tom Cruise was number two. And I knew that Tom Cruise de definitely didn't do as much stuff as The Rock did. But I'd always heard like such great things about the interviews that he did. So two years ago, I got an interview with Tom Cruise on the red carpet in Paris in the shadow of the Eiffel Tower uh, for the Mission Impossible 6 premiere. And it was so cool. And He's like laser focused when he talks to you. There's a thousand people screaming his name and taking photos. And you would swear it was just me and him in like a room alone, like just locked into your eyes as if you're the most important person in the world. And that was, a, that, that was really special to me to be able to share that. And I feel like I've definitely picked that up. You know, I don't know if anyone can have the charisma and focus that Tom Cruise has, but I've definitely just picked up from that moment of like, he, you know, he makes you feel special, even though, you know, he has no idea who you are, but he makes you feel special. Unusual. 
Boy, I've had, I've had my fair share of unusual moments. Look, I just like to swing for the fences in my interviews because they're not live. So I figure if it doesn't work, I just edit it out and no one sees it except for me and that person, the camera guy. So like I asked Gerard Butler if he would movie punch me in the face. So like that was oh boy. wild. And he's like, yeah, sure. So like I got on like the edge of my seat and he like swings and misses you by like two feet, but you fly off. So like that was pretty fun to be able to do that. I had a moment with um, Margot Robbie and Tina Fey where they played reporters in this movie. So when I came in to do the interview, their bit was they were going to act like the reporters. And they had had someone on their team do all this research and they knew like everything about me. So it was very unusual to be sitting there. I'm the one, I'm supposed to be doing the interview. Now I'm the one being interviewed. And they're like, what kind of socks do you have? Who's your favorite wrestler? Like they were asking me, I love bass fishing. They were asking me about bass fishing. They knew everything about me. Uh, so that was, that was probably the most unusual, I think. Wow. Yeah, they do their homework ahead of time. So they- Well, somebody <laughs> did and then handed them the cards. <laughs> wow. Amazing, amazing stories, Chris. Um, gotta ask, uh, being a huge wrestling fan, uh, you, can go, you can give a list like top three or top five. It could be anyone wrestling history, past, present, uh, who's uh, alive or uh, passed away. Who, who would you like to – I know you got a lot of them. You got The Rock. But who would you like to have uh, interviewed on that list of yours? Uh, so at the top of my list now is Vince McMahon. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with Vince, not just as a wrestling promoter, but Vince the human being, Vince the entrepreneur. I mean, look, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now if it wasn't for what Vince built. So I just want to know what makes him tick. I want to know what, you know, what his workouts look like. I want to know what the first 30 minutes of his day look like. I'm just fascinated because we don't get to peek behind that curtain very often. Uh, I've, got a long, I've got a long list of people I want to interview, but you know, uh, Austin, I think would be great. I think it's possible. He lives here in Los Angeles. Undertaker, who has been doing a lot of interviews lately, I think it might be possible. And if we go with people who aren't with us anymore, I would have loved to have talked to Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Um, and I, you know, I, obviously there's a lot of pushback about, uh, against Chris Benoit, but up until that last weekend of his life, it's a Hall of Fame career, it's a legendary career. And I, I get that what happened in that last weekend is terrible and unspeakable. And I would never wish that upon anyone, but up until that point, one of the very best to ever step foot into the ring. Absolutely. And I, uh, I saw the interview with, uh, that you did with uh, David Benoit. Man, was that like such a great, uh, was emotional. I have to give you kudos on how you, you did that interview with uh, David for him to share uh, his life story like that with you. It was just amazing to watch. I, I almost, I think I almost cried watching that interview, <laughs> Chris, yeah, but man, like it was great like, job. I feel like there were times when it was like therapeutic for him. Like he really hadn't talked about this. He hadn't really done a full interview about it. So I, I, I haven't really talked about like the, you know, the setup behind that. So he DM'd me on Instagram and said, would you ever want me to be on your show? And I'm like, yeah, well, yes, of course. Like you have a great story. I'd love to hear this. So I said, look, I do most of my interviews in person. Actually at that time I was doing them all in person. So I said, let me know. I will fly to where you live. You can fly here, whatever. He goes, well, I'm going to be in Las Vegas next month. Why don't you come there for a day? Like, Done. So I met up with him in Vegas. 
as my flight was, so our plan was to do the interview on a Friday morning at 10 o'clock. I landed at like six o'clock that Thursday evening. And as I'm landing, I texted him, I'm like, hey man, I'm about to land and I don't have any plans. Like, do you wanna like grab dinner? And he's like, sure. So I went and met up with him and his friend who he was there with. And we went out and got dinner and drinks and just hung out and like became friends. And at one point in the middle of the night, not middle of the night, but middle of our evening, he turns to me and goes, you're welcome to ask me anything, bro. And I'm like, like seriously, he's like anything. And he's like, I trust you, I like you, big fan of your work, whatever you wanna talk about, it's fine with me. It's like, wow. So I'm actually very grateful that I flew in a day early so we could enjoy that time together. And it made the interview that much better. Cause can you imagine, you know, I just show up and yeah, I'm in room 413 or something. And then, hey man, hey, yeah, good to meet you. Let's talk about this crazy thing that happened 14 years ago. So it was really cool to be able to like break the ice, learn about each other as humans, and then have this conversation. And then after the interview, we went and played top golf and drank beers. It was awesome. Wow. wow. He's not a very good top golf player. Sorry, David. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably had to get a lot of things off his chest and then he, it's like him releasing all that uh, material and then, then he opens up and then he re could relax after that almost. Yeah, and look, I know he's training right now. Uh, he talked about it in our, in our interview that he wanted to get in the ring. He's, I think he's training right now. So really excited to see what ends up happening, you know, about a year-ish from now when he's ready to go. Wow. Uh, all the oh, go ahead, Norm. Sorry. Yeah, all the best to, to David. Yeah, that must Absolutely. have been like a really uh, comprehensive interview. And, and a lot of uh, – he, he probably poured out his heart on, on that interview as well with you. Yeah, I think so for sure. And I, I think that, you know, he wants to put this behind him. And now that it is behind him, it's time to move forward. Wow. Uh, I just, uh, I got, sorry, I got to ask another question. This is so interesting uh, having you on, Chris. Uh, how do you, how do you do it? Like, how do you like, for me, I get excited. Like for instance, I, oh man, Chris Van Fleet's coming. I was excited all day at work. I work at Good Life Fitness. I was like, oh man, it's gonna be such an exciting interview. I was getting like, it, it was a good nervous uh, worry. Yeah, yeah. You fly everywhere and it's like, you're like, let's do this. Let's, let's do these interviews. Where do you get like that amazing, uh, like confidence and just like mellowness to just go and hey, let's, just, let's do this interview guys. Let's do this interview. For me, it would be like, oh man, but you're just like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. I, look, I think for me, I just realized that like, we're all just the same, you know, we're all just people. We're all just, you know, sharing a story. So that was a realization I had early on in my career. And look, I've been fortunate to have 15 years of a broadcasting career behind me. And it's, I've learned a ton. I've learned a ton and I'm going to learn a ton more in the next however many years, 50 years in front of me, you know? So I, I think it's, it's just been like, it's trial and error. If I look, I remember specifically. So I worked for Razor, which became MTV2 Canada. And I was a you know, big Much Music fan. I, I very badly wanted to be a Much Music VJ. And I remember they would put the raw interviews up on their website. And we're talking like 2006. So they would put like the raw, unedited, like 15, 20 minute interviews, which didn't exist at the time. Like this is pre-YouTube. They were putting up like these raw uncut interviews. And I remember watching them and being like, how did they get these to flow so well? Like this just sounds like a conversation. And then I would like, then I'd go out and do an interview and be like, this thing sucks. 
And like, I just, I had something that I was chasing after, I think, which really helped. And I think a really big thing in my career has been learning from the people that did this before me who have been so much better than me. I was a massive fan of George Strombolopoulos. I watched every episode of The Hour. And then when it became George Strombolopoulos Tonight, I watched every episode of that. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's seamless. You want to talk about, about a guy who's knowledgeable and conversational. He's at the very top of that list. And I appreciate that you guys know who he is, you know, because I'm talking to fellow Canadians. But when I bring that name up in the States, George Strombolopoulos, they're like, yeah, Gazinta, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, and I, I, I understand, you know, but that's someone that I looked up to. I've been very fortunate to meet him a few times. I'm sure he wouldn't remember because it was a long time ago, but that's just someone I looked at and went, he makes it look so easy and effortless. And I, I want to get to that point one day. Wow. Uh, man, that, that's, thank you so much for sharing that, Chris. And, uh, yeah, we, um, it's just, uh, just a pleasure, like, uh, just ha like having you on because you share so many stories and up and coming, uh, people who want to be sportscasters, broadcasters, YouTubers, podcasters, like me, Sean and Norms are trying to do right now. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a amazing breath of fresh air to listen to some, a pro like yourself, uh, sharing advice like this. So man, we, we really appreciate it. Uh, before before we go, uh, do you uh, have, I don't think you need it because you got so many followers, but do you <laughs> want to give out your social media, like Instagram, uh, you know, uh, how, how we can fo follow you on Twitter? Yeah, sure. It's, it's just my name. So it's easy. Chris Van Vliet, V-A-N-V-L-I-E-T. So that's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And my podcast has the very original name of the Chris Van Vliet Show. <laughs> I got, I got to tell everyone, all the viewers, that this man has the best email I've ever seen. Like, I mean, he's got, you got the logo and you got the little uh, pictures going. Oh, it's a GIF, it. yeah. Oh, my goodness. That <laughs> is the so someone sent me an email with a, with a GIF in their email signature, and I was like, what? <laughs> this is possible? That's like the old websites that had the spinning, uh, spinning images on them <laughs> back in the 90s. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Or like, um, do you remember the... Uh, Remember the Internet Explorer logo when you were on the Internet? The little thing would yeah. like rotate around yes. the E? Yeah, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that was just amazing. Like, That's a throwback. That, it might come back. You never know. It, it could just make a comeback. It might. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, I, uh, Chris, I, I hope uh, we really enjoyed this, me, Sean, or I hope you enjoyed this because, man, this was one of our favorites. And I really do mean that. It's not just because you're here. I'm saying that it was – one of my favorites of all time, uh, having you on like this. Such a joy. Uh, hopefully, you'll come back again. Uh, oh, this was this. great. No, I really appreciate you guys having me on. This was a blast. And yeah, we're, yeah, we're fellow Canadians, you know. Cheers <laughs> to you guys. Come back at any time. <laughs> it, a pure joy. And guys, what one of the favorite best episodes we've ever had with the one and only Chris Van Fleet, entrepreneur, broadcaster, and thank you guys for watching another great episode of Tea Time with Tommy and Chris Van Fleet. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you, Chis. Oh, thank care, you, everybody. guys. That was fun. <laughs>